is the Cock and Bull Podcast. Uh, this is a, a weekly comedy and history podcast where my brother and I talk to you. Uh, I really talk to him, and he kind of kind of talks back for you and me. I feel like we flip-flop every now and again. This is not one of those episodes. Don't worry, people. Sort of like the intro, we flip-flop around. This is a comedy history podcast. We're going to tell a story, and we're going to make it funny. Now, Nathan, I've got an interest in Game of Thrones. Mmm, yes you do, because you like weird, weird, Tolkien-style now dystopians. Now, watch. Okay. Now, that's not much of a secret. Uh, I think no, one of my no biggest complaints about the show recently, though, uh, is that the direwolves haven't really been in the show as prominently as they were in, like, the first couple seasons. Bear with me. This rant is going somewhere. Wow. We got a glimpse. We got a glimpse of how big Arya's wolf got in one of the more recent seasons, and that was nice and all, but the show never really portrayed them as big as they were, like, meant to be in the books, you know? Uh, Direwolves uh, used to be a real thing. Hi, listeners. You know oh, welcome back. Oh, we're back. Spencer is Spencer is no longer Game of Throning. Okay, yes. Uh, did I know there used to be Direwolves? Yes. Uh, I, I knew there were in Hearthstone. I know there were in, I'm pretty sure, Magic the Gathering. Um, I'm, I'm also fairly confident that, yes, were they, were they what, just big dogs? Big yeah, doggos? like four-foot-tall wolves. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the fact, the, that fact got me interested in this class of animal broadly known as megafauna. My biology terms are bad, but there is a large like category of animals basically called megafauna. Giant versions of animals that we know today who have since, you know, shrunk down to regular sizes because, you know, that's how food works. It's easier to live when you're small. So much more stuff to eat, you know. Re- really? Yeah. I feel like it'd be the opposite. No, no, no. If you're smaller, you don't have to eat as much. That's good. Ah, There's more to eat. You could kill much larger things if you're a four-foot-tall dog. Yeah, but, like, think of it from, like, an elk's perspective. Elk elk don't kill things regularly, so the smaller the elk gets, the more beneficial. It's just got more grass to eat. Have you seen a fucking elk? They're not tiny. They're not tiny. But did you know elk used to be, like, eight feet tall? Mega elk. Christ! Yeah, they lived in, like, Ireland, I think. (laughs) That's I think a, that's a random uh, strange. I don't know. Was one of them. Wait, didn't Tycho Brahe have, did Tycho Brahe have a mega elk? Oh, no. Oh, no. We've come full circle. Tycho had a megafauna. No, they, they've long since shrunk down to the size we know him today. You know? So, like 20 years ago? Uh, yeah, about like, yeah, about like, uh, when was OJ? When, when was that? 1992? Yeah, yeah, around then. Around then. Okay. Yeah. A lot of things changed that day. Um. So, anyway, on March 10th, 1709. I'm really okay. So are are they dead by now? Are they running around in 17? So you're, they're dead. Uh, uh, yes. By 1709, like all the mega. By the time are gone. George George Washington didn't cross the Delaware on like a giant, like on a huge cat, huge cat. I was I was trying to think of the word for manatee and I couldn't. Uh, so God, manatee was the pull there. George Wilhelm Steller was born in or near Nuremberg, Germany. Oh, good. Home of the Nazis. So, son of Johann Jakob Stoller, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce that, and one woman uh, works for me. who was apparently not worth remembering. Uh, Ste- oh, yay, history. Yeah, We're you know, good at how, things. how books happen. Steller studied at the University of Wittenberg. Uh, when he wrapped Wittenberg. up with, with all that, uh, at, at whatever age, because again, facts are loose on this guy, he traveled to Russia <laughs> as a physician uh, on a troop ship which was returning home with the wounded. So that's like a neat way to stow away and get paid for it, if you ask me. Coming home with the sicklies? 
yeah, you know. It's like it's like it's like if you need a, a cab ride home, and you're like, also I'm a, a leather worker, so like I'm not gonna pay cab fare, but I am gonna fix this sweet tear in your seat. <laughs> so okay. he, I, didn't, I thought he was gonna cobble him some shoes or something, make him a sweet <laughs> nest. Yeah, well, you know, you work with you work with the tools you got. He arrived in oh, Russia yeah. in November 1734, and he met with naturalist Daniel Gottlieb Messerschmitt. Which I got Ooh. exactly right. I stuck the landing on that one. I'm pretty. I'm pretty impressed. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling confident. Keep going. Now that was at the Imperial Academy of Sciences in Russia. So two years after Messerschmitt's death, Steller got married to yet another woman, who history did not wish to remember. God damn and it, history! He's got a purpose now. Let me tell you what it is. He wants to go exploring. Yeah. Oh, of course he does. He wants in to Siberia? go exploring. Uh, not quite in Siberia. He wants to go a little way in Siberia. Stellar knew of this guy named Vitus Bering. Uh, and Vitus had an upcoming uh, expedition to Kamchatka. Now, this would be Vitus. Hey! Yeah! It's where you invade in Risk! Exactly! Our second Risk reference on this podcast. And I hope it is. It is the Alaska to many. Russia connection, baby. It is. Now, uh, this would be Vitus' second expedition, but... He was leaving St. Petersburg within a month, and he needed a couple volunteers, you know? So, so uh, Stellar was like, hell yeah, I want to go to Kamchatka. Um, so, uh, he, and his well wife, he and his wife hop on the boat, and they, uh, they, they left St. Petersburg, and his wife apparently decided to stay in Moscow and, quote, go no further. I kind of can't blame her. I mean, let's be real. You get on a boat. You, you establish that boats suck. And, I stay uh, here. This is I, nice. You want colder? He's already cold. I stay. You go. I stay. <laughs> Goodbye forever, husband. Goodbye. I remember you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. All right. I stay. This <laughs> is plenty cold. I stay. Oh God, the accent work just is—it's—it's is, it's, it's really picking up these last couple episodes. It's my confidence. It's my confidence is I'm, ramping up. I'm very—I'm just—I I gotta tell you that becomes the numbers. The Honestly, though, this and the Danish accent are fairly close. I think you just have a thing for like weird northern to eastern I can do European the accents. I can do those Baltics. The Bal- yeah, yeah, you've—you've you've really got it. Now, Stellar embraced the role of Kamchatka explorer and uh, <laughs> finally reached Okhotsk. And the main expedition. Oh, I feel like that may be the first time we went off the rails, but yeah, let's keep. And the main expeditionary party uh, in March 1740. Now, Nathan, thus far, all of this information has been a straight copy-paste rip from George Steller's Wikipedia page. Amen. As well you should. Well, sure. I mean, you know, uh, work hard, play hard, something. I don't know. Uh, A man, by the way, George Steller is so unrecognized that he has literally no portrait. Nary a single oh, image wow. depicts this man's likeness by the year 1740. It was the 1700s. If you weren't, like, world-alteringly important, no one took the time to fucking paint you. Yeah, that's fair. But, Nathan, we don't do stories about nobodies who don't have pictures. So let's get that's to the That's honestly a meat. good point. Let's get to the meat of this story. So Stellar and his boys are sailing for Kamchatka, uh, and they get really lost. <laughs> How, uh, how? I mean, it's not that hard. It's the big one right next to Alaska and Russia. It's it's clearly outlined on the map. You would think, but they but they might not have had. They might have been dumb and forgot their Google Maps. That's a good point. That's a good. You bring your risk. You bring your risk report, which has real time tracking. So, uh, Stellar keeps telling the captain that they should go northeast, but the captain is absolutely not having it. <laughs> 
mean, I mean, I'm, I think I, in this case, I'm going with Stellar because if there's one thing I know about Russia, if you're in Russia and you want to get to Kamchatka, go north, go east, you'll be there eventually, or you'll hit Alaska one way or another. Captain's just like, don't get too big for your britches, nerd. You're on my boat. I'm boss. So I've got a sextant. That I, I honestly, I don't know how to use it, but damn it, if it not even, look cool. no one knows how to use a goddamn sextant. Let's try turning left cool today. <laughs> so eventually. The captain ends up going northeast on, quote, his own volition, and oh! they hit land. Land ho! So, also, so, uh, they're sure. sailing in Russia. Right, they're sailing from uh, St. Petersburg to Kamchatka. Kamchatka? Yeah. Is St. Petersburg a coastal city? I don't... It might be. It's, all I know Do is I at need... least the, the expeditionary party met up in St. Petersburg. They must have gone Ladies to the nearest and coast gentlemen, and laid off. time to get a map of Russia. It's <laughs> Russian map time. Folks, That's the nice thing about having the uh, the new microphone is I feel like my musical breakdowns will really, really be, be hitting it home. While Nathan uh, we're goes ahead and looks yeah. up this map, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, yeah. I'm going to preemptively Keep thank doing... Driftless Pony Club for allowing us to I use see song. Kim Chak. I don't see Kim Chak, actually. You don't? They did a really bad job of this. You it's don't? hard. There's a yeah. lot of Russian words on this page, and I'm really... Yeah, those uh, are hard to I'm, digest. I'm, I'm, they're they they're not the easiest. So where no. is St. Petersburg? I honestly don't know. I really don't know. We should know more things about history. Nah, that's geography. That's just like, I just that's spent... like dirt history. Nah, we're worried I, about it, people history. Uh, hey, I found it! I found you it! did I it! I found it! It is oh. absolutely on the coast. It is absolutely on the coast. It's on Good. the northern coast. Good. Should I cut the past five minutes? Absolutely not. Keep all of it in there. It is okay. The process is important. The Good. process is Pe- important. Yeah. Everyone wants to know how sausage is made. So They do. Uh, so, so, hooray, the nerd was right, and they wash ashore in, Kam- in well, actually, they weren't in Kamchatka. Uh, they clamor off, and the captain's like, all right, we're stopping long enough for fresh water, because they were... Uh, they were they were in Alaska. They were they were a little farther south than I they wanted to be. I told you. I told you. You go northeast. You either hit Kamchatka or you hit Alaska. One of the it's two. True, it's true. So captain's like, all right, this is not where we want to be. So everybody get the fuck back on the boat. But nerd Stellar was like, hey, um, we might be the first guys to ever explore this place, or at least the first nerds. So let me please go look at stuff. And and the captain, as tired as he possibly could be of this man, said. You've got 10 hours. <laughs> okay, here we go. So Stellar gets sprinting, I'm assuming, and tries to cover as much area as he can because he is, as far as I can tell, the first non-native to explore Alaska. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Big mental responsibility for a dude that doesn't have a painting of him. So in those- No. Yeah, okay. So he's just- So when you say not- So wait, hold on. So in 1700, you're saying we hadn't- No, I guess we hadn't. Right. Yeah, it took us a no. long time to kind of like do that that like Arctic so is it Circle literally exploration. Just, is it literally just the Inuit and yeah. and and the Okay. According right, to my cool. sources, yeah. This guy's the the that first like I mean, he's the first European, but like he's also the first he's also the first guy that's not an Inuit to explore Alaska. As far as we know, the Vikings probably also beat beat him there too. Oh, uh, I, I mean, honestly, if the Vikings got there, holy fuck, so, Vikings are badass. So Stellar gets into Alaska. He starts digging his fingers into that pie, and in those ten hours, he finds a cool rock arch, and he named it <laughs> Stellar's Arch because <laughs> he has zero creativity. Uh, he also found a jaybird, now named Stellar's Jay. <laughs> okay, this, this seriously, people. 
this one's also mine. So he also found a little sea duck, which he named he Stellar's, Jay's duck? Stellar's Eater. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, he also discovered the sea otter. Yeah, the sea otter. What? The sea otter? As yep. in the, just the, the, the one? Yep, the cute little one that likes to swim on its back. And it's the first one anyone's ever seen? Uh, supposedly. Might be a rare Arctic sea otter, perhaps, but uh, it's, I was about to say, you're talking about Stellar's before. It's not called Stellar's Otter. It's just called the Sea Otter. So, um. Okay. All right. Uh, then there was the Sea Eagle, which is you know just a big bird Art? that flies around the sea. You know, no curveballs okay. there. No, I mean it's pretty self-explanatory. I thought those were osprey or seahawks or something to that effect. But sure. sure, Sea Eagle. Yeah, Sea Sea the Seagull. So. Uh, Wait a minute! Is, did he discover a seagull? <laughs> Are we he sure he didn't just discover a seagull? It's possible. It's possible. Pictures were not included for the sea eagle. Uh, then there's the sea lion, which we're familiar with that, though if you want to I, think about it for a second, why did we call it that? It's a very good question. I've always been told it's because of its whiskers. Its whiskers kind of resemble a mm. mane of sorts, okay. and so it kind of kind of Maybe. has that. Maybe that's it. I don't know what else you're going to call it. I don't know what else you're going to call fair. it. They don't really come across as lions in any other major fashion. I mean, they're fast, Except, I guess. Except, I mean, have you seen them fuck up a penguin? Because... Oh, that's a good yeah. point. It's good You point. imagine a penguin's a gazelle. A sea lion is absolutely a goddamn lion. That's a fair point. Um, now, we've heard of the sea lion, but Nathan, have you ever heard we of have. the sea cow? Uh, a manatee? Yeah, I referenced it on the last, like, two minutes ago. Or tried to, desperately. That's true, you did. The sea cow in this context, uh, now known then as Stellar's sea cow, was oh, pretty God. similar to a manatee. Or a dugong, you know, if that's if that's a better frame wait. of reference for you. Uh, or, wait, wait a minute, so as a manatee or a Pokemon? Those are your two options? No, 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 not dugong, D-E-W, D-U-G-O-N-G. <laughs> You can, you can also say it all you want. You can also think not, of it as the Pokemon, Pokemon, which evolves from a seal. Now, uh, it does. You see, Nathan, though, what makes these particular sea cows so stellar, as it were, um, perhaps yeah, might be the no. fact that they were 30 feet long. Fuck off. No way. What? And weighed what? about 10 metric tons. <laughs> That's a whale. You found a whale, dude. Oh, my God. 30 feet long? 30 feet on Fuck average, thirty feet. That is, oh my Christ! I've seen manatees; they're adorable. Yeah, thirty feet long—that is terrifying. That's fucking enormous. So, the kind of that that kind of size um, makes it comparable only to whales. My research wants to point out. Uh huh. Yeah, because it's a whale. Uh, he found a whale. He can call it what he wants. That's a whale. A fact which the research clarifies only, uh, re- you know, gives regards to mammals. It can say that, but, like, what's the other reference point? Like, what other non-mammals are that big? Obviously not dinosaurs, because we all know those didn't exist in the 1700s. And if they did, I would be telling that story. I mean, we basically just found one. It's a 30-foot goddamn manatee. That's a dinosaur. I don't care what you say. Context. Give me a reference point. What's 30 feet long? That's like a school bus. (sighs) 30 feet long? It's... Yes. That would... No, it could, it could in fact, be longer than a school bus, honestly. I, I'm Fuck looking off. at a ye oldie portrait someone painted of one that was pulled ashore. There are three dudes standing on it, and they are, like, so small, it looks like a shitty Where's Waldo. They're so tiny on this thing. I can't even. I, I can't even. It's enormous. So, now, these animals uh, were not new to the landscape they were found in. Uh, the sea cows had lived along the Bering Strait for at least 1,700 years prior, we believe. 
Um, the interesting thing about that is that there's a pattern of indigenous people's migration uh, towards the coast where the Seacons lived, implying perhaps mm. that maybe the natives may have hunted uh, them. Uh, yeah, because you get like a so you, <laughs> you sea cow thirty feet of sea cow oil. Do you know if you type the words with no context, thirty feet long, six pictures in is this goddamn sea cow? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Google. Yeah, yeah we haven't. How ex- do you know me? We haven't exactly found anything else that's that cool that's thirty feet long. Like there might be a picture of a Bon Jovi tour bus. In those first other five images, but like, I just this deserves to be image one. When you type thirty feet, it's this image, and then a stock image of someone being like, "What? Yeah, it's a bunch it, of bouncy castles." Actually, weirdly enough, it's bouncy castles a, and a sea cow and some dead whales because that's what this thing is—is is a whale. Um. So to nobody's surprise, however, um, the sea cow's discovery was not a positive discovery for the sea cow. Soon, no, no. soon fur traders, hunters, and sailors began traveling along the sea cow's stretch at the Bering Strait. And Wait, fur fur traders were hunting down the sea. Now, I it, we say sea cow, they don't have fur. Uh, that's true. But the fur traders were like, I mean, if we're gonna jump ship to like broaden our horizons, this thing's gonna be the fucking end all for the market. I mean, pull yeah. this baby aboard. Let's sell whale skin. So I mean, blubber is a thing. Yeah. Blubber's a thing. Blubber's a thing. Um, had lots of blubber. Let's get I to imagine the... what it taught. I imagine if you had an anthropomorphized version of this, it would It would be ador- it would be adorably giant. Oh my god, it would have a little top hat, it would have a little cane. Oh, it'd be so oh, sweet. It'd be god. so adorable. Oh, he'd be so delightful. Nathan, let's jump to the second number of this story. 30's the big number right now. Let's jump to the second number. 27. That's a less exciting number. Yeah. See, 27 is how many years it took for this thing to go extinct after being discovered. Fuck me running. Wow, we suck as a species. That Fuck. is dramatically fast for an animal that to go extinct. That is incredibly quick. Uh, it's paramount perhaps to the dodo, I would say. It's less, it's like the less the run of the Simpsons. We extinct, we found and then extincted an animal. <laughs> Within a Simpsons, we killed this Within animal. Within the run of the Simpsons, we done extinct it. Holy shit. Humanity found a 30 foot long manatee, called it the sea cow. And then in less than 30 years, destroyed every last one of them for blubber, skin, and meat. Um, so elephants, I know you're endangered, but just remember, it could always be worse. It, uh, oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Put this up on the way. I, and how do you, I mean, I fucking got, what, just but quick derailment. Yeah. You're all, you know the fucking Inuit and all the indigenous people out there were like living off of those for like s- centuries. Yep. Yep. And like managed to survive. But no, just fucking white people show up for 10 minutes and this shit up. Yep. Yep. We could have had a fucking colossal manatee and we ruined it 300 years ago. This has been this episode of White People Sucks Corner. Though, as is with all extinct animals, uh, there is a hint of mystery or perhaps a sense of hope. Uh, There were sightings trickling in towards the end of the 18th century, the first 20 years after its extinction. Were they hoaxes? Who knows? In 1963, though, what? A group of Arctic Circle explorers along the Alaskan, co- Alaskan coast swear to have seen what looks like a manatee some 25 feet long with a split trunk of a mouth. Very, very reminiscent of the sea cow from 200 years prior. Now, does a pack of some 25 sea cows still live in the uncontested region? Hiding from anything vaguely Russian? Maybe. Maybe. Ah! 
Now, no, don't blame the Russians for this one. Americans are perfectly good at murdering animals for no goddamn good reason. Honestly, the human race is actually really good at that. Uh, the fucking Chinese market on, like, tiger hands Sharks. and gorilla hands and the, the fucking Congo just, like, eating rhino horns for boner pills. I just, it, fuck humanity in yeah. regards to animals going extinct. We're, we're not good people. We're not great. We're not a great, we're not a great species when it comes to, we're not the best animal. I'm obviously an animal lover. That's my, uh, that's my nod to animals. We might discuss some other animals that have met an interesting, uh, similar fate. Uh, but I want to thank Drippus Ponico for allowing us to use our theme song, There Were Buffalo on the Ark. It's off their album, Cholera. Uh, you can. You know what else it. there were on the ark? Thirty foot fucking manatees, and we killed them. And we killed. This them. is your fault, people. We killed them. Fucking Noah couldn't save enough of them. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. It's a damn tragedy. That movie was horrible, by the way. The movie Noah with Russell Crowe. Horrible movie. I was discussing that the other day. It's unbearable. Kind of, kind of watched it because my girlfriend has the thing for Russell Crowe. But woof, woof, hard movie to get through. Wow, there's a lot to unpack in that sentence, and I don't think we have time for it, but God. Not enough. Not enough. Folks, we will catch you this coming Wednesday. On the flippy day.